Buenos dias, gracias. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 16th of November, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. It is a critical week for politics since the socialist PSOE and Together for Catalonia or Junts per Catalunya are wrapping up their amnesty law negotiations days before PSOE leader Pedro Sánchez's investiture debate. On Sunday the 12th, PSOE solved last-minute technical details. Late on Monday the 13th, the socialists published the official details of the amnesty law. The much-discussed amnesty will allow those accused of involvement in the 2017 Catalan independence referendum to plead their criminal charges to be dropped, including, perhaps most controversially, former self-exiled Junts leader Charles Pichdemont. The pardon isn't just for the 2017 independence bid either. Anyone accused of crime involving or surrounding the Catalan independence and autonomy between January 2012 and the 13th of November 2023 can plead their cases in court. And let's remember the laws used for charging them are extremely tenuous. So look with some perspective on shrill calls for rule of law. Also, those facha judges have sure been in there for a while. After last week of back and forth, with this amnesty, Pessoa leader Sanchez aims to secure enough votes to reach a 176-seat majority in parliament. Sanchez requires parliamentary support to reassume office because since July's inconclusive general election results, Spain has been in political limbo without president. On Wednesday the 15th and Thursday the 16th, Sanchez's presidential debate started. He needs an overall majority in the first vote or a minority majority, meaning a plurality with more yes votes in the second and third. The Canadian coalition, Junts per Catalunya and Basque Party, Ebildu, have already pledged support. Not everyone is happy about the settled amnesty agreement. Thousands of right-wing demonstrators and Partido Popular and Vox Party officials, including leader Alberto Núñez Feijó and Vox's Santiago Abascal, took to the streets on Sunday the 12th in Madrid. Agitators Alvise Pérez and Dani Esteve from Desocupa organized the rally. Banners against PSOE called Pedro Sanchez a dictator and other signs labeled the amnesty agreements as unlawful, asking for Europe to save us. Sunday's rally in Madrid was peaceful compared to the protests outside of PSOE headquarters in the capital on Tuesday the 7th. Similar demonstrations occurred in Barcelona, Valencia, and other regional capitals. Morning protests went off without a hitch in Madrid. However, the story took a twist in the afternoon when a large group of people headed to the PSOE headquarters on Ferraz Street shouting, Aporellos, or get them, as they shouted during the Catalan referendum in 2017. Despite aggressive language, afternoon scenes were much calmer than the night demonstrations, which have been going on since the 6th of November. The night came around, aggravated protests continued. Around 1,200 protesters shouted insults and threw bottles and other objects at the riot police who tried to contain the situation with tear gas and rubber bullets. Since Sunday the 5th, night protests have regularly occurred in Ferraz Street, Police have removed bins to prevent protesters from burning them, so rubbish is lying around. Neighbors are on edge. Local residents have had to close. Local restaurants have had to close in the evenings that police have put up a barricade to prevent demonstrators from reaching Pessoa headquarters. In the middle of anti-amnesty protests in Madrid and the Middle East, the war between Israel and Hamas continues, and the death toll is increasing daily. According to news outlet La Vanguardia, there are around 180 Spaniards trapped in Gaza. Many of them have dual nationality and live there or reside in Spain, but were visiting friends and family when attacked and bombings escalated. On Monday the 13th, Jose Manuel Alvarez, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, announced that around 80 people with Spanish passports left Gaza on Tuesday the 14th through the Rafah crossing into Egypt. Same time, Israeli authorities have said they plan to evacuate just over 500 foreigners or Palestinians 
with dual nationality, some of whom are Spanish. Still, with mixed information, the terror continues as the United Nations fails to unanimously agree on calling for a ceasefire or a humanitarian pause. Picking a swift U-turn back to protests in Madrid, social media is buzzing. At Monday night's protest at Socialist Headquarters, the well-known annoying American idiot, Tucker Carlson, former Fox News host, made a surprise appearance alongside Vox's Abascal. How appropriate. But why was he there? According to Fox's sources, Carlson interviewed Abascal on Tuesday the 14th and wanted to see what was happening in the Capitol, probably for promo with the interview. Carlson is no stranger to interviewing far-right figures. The 54-year-old journalist who was dismissed from Fox in April for racist and derogatory comments both on and off screen. Most recently, he has hosted his own talk show on the depressing tech bro Kremlin bot-infested Twitter platform. Previously, he interviewed Trump, Argentinian Javier Millet, and his besties with much-hated by Brussels Viktor Orban, the Hungarian prime minister, who believes that, quote, only Trump can save the Western world, end quote. Tucker Carlson's messaging is predictable, the same as his message in the U.S., that only fascists on the street can save democracy from the elite. Carlson, who is worth $400 million, is very, very worried about the elite. Another journalist who's making waves is Silvia Inshua Urondo, famed for her quick retorts and tough reputation. She was awarded the 2023 Basque Journalism Association Award last week during the political leadership limbo. She interviewed several MPs, including Fejo, in July, where she promptly fact-checked some of his comments during the live debate with Sanchez. This week, she asked Pepa Milan, spokesperson for Vox, if, quote, MPs from her political party, end quote, would be leaving Parliament since they consider the government illegal and Congress illegitimate. Huh. Milan careened around the question by responding that, quote, forming a majority government doesn't mean you can't break the law. Huh. Well, okay, Peppa. Moving to a long-talked-about subject now as Spain focuses on depleting water reserves. The Catalan Water Agency announced on Tuesday the 14th that they are raising the drought alert level to exceptional for the Terre Lobrigat water supply system and Fluvia Muga River. This change will put around 6 million residents and just over 200 municipalities on higher alert levels. But what does that exceptional alert level involve? There'll be a 40% reduction in water for agriculture and a 15% cut for the industrial sector. For locals, public and private gardens can't use sprinklers. Daily water allocation per person will be lower to 230 liters per day, down from 250. For some contacts, the average bathtub uses around 100 liters, which is around 10 to 15 minutes in the shower. So get scrubbing, but quickly. Speaking of reserves, Spanish petroleum company Cespa has acquired the Balenoil gas station network, a major player in the low-cost fuel market. Led by CEO Martin Westlayar, Cespa now boasts a portfolio of 2,000 gas stations in the Iberian market, saying that Move has enabled the second largest oil company to tap into the demand for budget-friendly fuels and challenging industry giants like Repsol. As autumn takes its grip, a lingering summer illness spreads across Europe. European health authorities are raising concerns about a surge in cryptosporidosis, infections in multiple countries, Spain included, post-summer, the illness attributed to a parasite causes watery diarrhea and gastric discomfort, posing serious risk for children and potentially fatal for immunocompromised individuals. In Spain alone, from January to the 31st of October 2023, there have been over 3,000 reported cases, a fourfold increase from the 800 
cases were reported in the same period, 2022. Most recently, the UK has been investigating an outbreak of the infections of around 2,000 people, and this particular outbreak they think may be connected to hotel pools in Salu, Tarragona. Ending with a bit of forgotten culture, a new exhibition entitled Female Masters Teachers, or Maestras, highlighting the forgotten stories of female artists fighting against the patriarchy across the centuries, will be displayed until the 4th of February at the Tyson born Misa Art Museum in Madrid. features a collection of 100 paintings, sculptures, and prints curated from a feminist viewpoint by Spanish art historian Rocio de la Villa. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Before we leave, we want to thank you for listening to us. Welcome new subscribers. Happy that the Rorschach Spain community is growing. However, sad because we had to cancel our update on Nigeria due to low audience figures. So please, if you enjoy Rorschach Spain, share it with your friends on social media. Message us if you have any ideas on how to keep it growing without including ads. Also, if you're feeling super generous today, you can financially support us with the link in the show notes. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.